0: Existed. Do you think there'd be as many heads screaming out, "Stop snitching"? What if Adam and Eve ain't eat the fruit? You think we'd be able to see the truth? Or what if Albert Einstein ain't think of the nuke or Smith and Wesson ain't teachers to shoot? You think there'd be as many
1: plays out there? There was no boost. Matter of fact, what if white
0: man hung? Up? Hello everyone. I am MD and this is the Fourth Branch Program, the place for common sense. Today. Is Wednesday August 31st 2019 we are going to talk about well the 2020 presidential election uh, stick with me for just a moment uh, and uh, we will talk about different aspect uh, pr- probably I would say uh, an angle that uh, you may have not heard uh, anybody else uh, discuss before uh, as far as a conversation about 2020 I'm certain that there is no lack of search however uh, one aspect of the conversation that may also be of importance to you may be lost uh, in all the noise as to Uh, especially at this point uh, people vying for uh, dancing around which candidate uh, is uh, more apt uh, more capable to defeat Donald Trump uh, which is really the prize that everybody is after so hopefully you will stick with us and we will debate that we will also present you something that obviously you would not necessarily know about us because before podcast well i shouldn't say before podcast but before it becomes so popular we used to do mostly uh, writing uh, publication through writing uh so just recently that we join. uh uh the bandwagon of uh, every so often uh, say uh, publish something that we think may be of some use to our audience so we'll be right back to continue the conversation about the race to 2020. this is the fourth french program and i am md sorry that I have to uh, put uh, an end to the song so do I I want money I want lots of money but in the meantime uh, while waiting for that much money to come around let's talk about the race to 2020 first I have to thank you if you uh, listen to this podcast before because you make the journey a little bit lighter a tad more bearable and if you listen to us for the first time once again welcome to the fourth branch program now something we've been doing uh, with our broadcast and uh, we will start today here by saying uh, that the fourth branch program is not associated with any political party and we at the fourth branch do not have any political agenda or aspiration. Our ultimate objective is to perfect the Union and in order to do so, we set out to remove the biggest obstacle, ignorance. Uh, JFK said that the ignorance of one voter in a democracy impairs the security of our souls the importance of eradicating ignorance from our society now let me give you just a little bit about my background when it comes to the uh, this analysis of uh, of uh, politics in general but presidential election in particular now everything I'm about to tell you uh, if you care to verify if you care uh, at all, you can find that on the peoplebranch.org. That's peoplebranch.org. That's an information we will also provide at the end of this program. Spell out all the uh, words that would be necessary if you wish to verify information or to look at other topics uh, that we may have discussed in the past and topics that we simply publish in writing but not talk about it on the podcast. We began actually uh, in terms of, uh, of doing analysis of uh, presidential elections uh, since uh, uh, 2000. Now we weren't really uh, very much involved in it except for the fact that uh, we, just like everybody else, we were watching. And looking at uh, uh, what would be the outcome of and I recall very uh, clearly that uh, when uh, the that was during the the time that uh, uh, George W Bush and Algo were batting it out uh, to become the next president of the United States that's following uh, Bill Clinton now now people can uh, can can uh, disagree with me about uh, uh, the fact that George W. Bush was n- elected president of the United States. Most people say selected because of the way that things turned out. Now if you're too young to know what I'm talking about in 2000 uh, the, the, the the election was was uh, uh, it was very close as a matter of fact, uh, it, it went it boiled down to one state I was Florida that ought to decide who the next president of the United States would be now you hear uh, you heard correctly uh, it was so close that one state ought to make that determination so neither the Democrat candidate nor the Republican candidate could claim victory so what ends up happening the whole thing end up being decided by judges. Yes, or heard correctly, by judges. So in Florida, and that's the reason uh, if you see that Republicans are fighting out to put so many judges on the bench is because there is a precedent. So those judges in Florida happen to have been mostly Republican-leaning. So it goes without saying that well, Judge W. Bush end up being the person that they 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 decided to give the victory, and the reason for uh, the problem is because there were a lot of uh, counting problem uh, in terms of uh, counties, in terms of uh, uh, votes, and so on and so forth. So the court had to set step foot in. Now everybody thinks that our goal was uh, uh, too quick to. To just give in uh, because it could have taken the whole matter all the way to the Supreme Court but he decided not to but that's besides the point the uh, uh, purpose of me saying that is to say that despite what I just described to you uh, that it was, there was a fight uh, to decide whom would be the next president be uh, uh, following the Bill Clinton presidency George W Bush was literally selected by a group of judges in florida but before that get to that point during the the, the primaries and during uh, the general election i did uh, uh predict that george w bush was going to be the next president of the united states now my prediction is not something that i pull out of a hat I uh, usually spend a great deal of time doing analysis and uh, publishing my analysis and concluding whom I I believe would be the next president of the United States. Now, in order for you to comprehend how accurate that was, you can be looking at it from today's perspective and think, oh, uh, that's not such a big deal, Uh, our goal was uh, uh, the individual that Everyone, including the Republican, believe would have been the next president. And the reason for that is because not only Bill Clinton was very popular, the economy under Bill Clinton was the best. And so far, despite what you heard that Donald Trump has been, has been uh, uh, bragging about, so far Bill Clinton economy has been the best the country has known. Uh, that was the first time also a president has managed to balance the budget. First time, yes, you heard correctly. So that has not happened ever since. Now, Al Gore happened to have been the vice president of Bill Clinton. So everybody know that he was favored to win. But Al Gore also did make the mistake of trying to distance himself from Bill Clinton because of Bill Clinton affair so it pretty much gave the election to the republican data side i was able to see through before all that i just explained to you happen to say that george w bush would be the next president of the united states and so it was even if it was selected not elected and ever since then i've been predicting accurately uh the, the, the future president, including Obama. Yes, I know it may sound like uh, uh, something that nobody, uh, it, it, it looks easy today if you're looking, but at the time that I did, even uh, our family members, uh, my own family, uh, thought I was crazy because of the fact that at the time that I predicted that Obama would be the next president, they thought, there is no way in the world that would have been the case. Now, to give you a perspective, I two years before uh, the uh, before Obama even uh, actually I should say one year before he declared his presidency, two years uh, off, I uh, spent time watching a a, a presentation that uh, Mr. Obama was uh, given at uh, the University of Massachusetts, happened to be a university I went to, and he was talking about the audacity of hope. So after I watched and listened to how he talked and answered the question, I walk away and I said, at that time he had not made any decision of running for president. And I said that if that guy run for president, he is definitely the next president of the united states now that was very far uh, in the past so when obama uh, finally a year later Uh, announced his candidacy of course a lot of people had their own take on whether Obama was making a mistake because he was a junior senator and on top of that you may not recall or maybe you might Hillary Clinton was the favored candidate to win not only the primaries but also most likely might become the next president of the United States and we're talking about 2008 here so that's right after George W Bush presidency so for me to have come at that time and to say well I reinforce the the, the, the prediction that I made prior and uh, I remember very clearly one time I was at my uncle's uh, that was for Thanksgiving that was right before you know the the election things started heating up the primaries that is and I made the statement that uh, uh, Obama will be the next president of the United States. Now, remember, it's not during the debate that people start seeing things evolving and start thinking that, okay, that might be the case. Not only Hillary Clinton was favored, but Obama also black in case uh, that wasn't uh, obvious enough but on top of that he uh nobody except for one uh, uh one speech that he gave and i think i was the during the the the, the democrat convention for john kerry i believe it was uh, uh what is it 2000 what 2004 if i'm not mistaken it was 2004 that obama was picked to deliver a speech at the convention, and his speech was pretty much a hallmark as to how charismatic and how convincing Obama could be. So, in any case, in a sense, when we have that discussion, then uh, they, uh, the everybody in my family, saw that uh, or thought that I could have been a crazy one. Now, in order to to prove to myself and to them that i uh, don't just say things and pulling things welcome to the fourth branch program glad you can make it i am md this program is dedicated exclusively for those with common sense a spirit of patriotism and a determination for a more perfect union Stay tuned as we begin the discussion of a very important, interesting and enlightening topic. Hope to hear from you soon. Happy listening. Out of a hat, I set out to study, to pursue, to, to research Obama and to find everything that I ought to find about Obama. And I wrote uh, extensively an article about Obama and uh, again put it in writing to say unequivocally that Obama will be the, 44th, the 43rd then president, uh, then the 44th president of the United States. So, and that's how confident I was. How am I able to do that? well it's a story for another time maybe the next time when uh, when we discuss uh, uh when we continue the discussion about uh, uh the race to 2020 because obviously this is gonna be an ongoing uh, matter for the next year or so now we ought to, to talk today uh, about, uh uh i gave you this i i mentioned all that to you uh for one reason in order to get a sense that when I made uh, make when I say certain things about uh, certain aspect of uh, the, 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 the election it's not something that I pull out of a hat or something that I read that somebody else uh, wrote about but rather because here at the forefront. We have our own our, our own approach our own model in terms of how uh, uh, whom would have the better chance of becoming the next president of the United States now before last year before last presidency rather we never venture in uh, uh, in giving opinion uh, for the primaries uh, we we were always more interested in uh, doing analysis for the general election but last year uh, last election rather was the first time that we spent a great deal of time analyzing uh, uh, that various candidates, and also uh, accurately and uh, we, we even uh, shocked ourselves that we accurately predicted everything that happened in terms of our candidate dropping the way that they drop at the time that they drop and I was Totally amazing! We shot ourselves because it was right on the money. In fact, uh, despite all that I just said, we had candidate of preference. But our analysis helped us uh, put aside our preferences, our emotion, in order to come to the right conclusion. To give you uh, a, an idea of what I'm talking about, uh, in the 2016 presidential election, we were all Bernie Sanders we wanted bernie sanders to become the nominee however we also could easily determine that bernie sanders was not going to be the uh, nominee and we say that actually uh, we i would venture to say two plus two plus not prior to bernie sanders ha- having to bow out of the race so in other words we have preferences but we can tell you uh, what our preferences are in terms of candidate, but when we do our analysis, we will not be telling you what we have as refer- uh, as preferences, but rather what we have come to the conclusion as to whom will win, whom will have to walk away from the whole thing. Uh, the same thing happened for the general election. We were Uh, are more interested in having Hillary Clinton as the next president but we also accurately predicted that there was only one way that she could she would have to have chosen Bernie Sanders as her running mate now people debate that idea that maybe we were we could have been wrong and so on and so forth we would never have a chance to prove that would we but nevertheless we accurately predicted that unless she chose Bernie Sanders, then we would not have a Hillary Clinton president. What do we have? Not a Hillary Clinton presidency. So I gave you this primer uh, in order to give you enough confidence that when we do our analysis, we don't do it out of preferences. We don't do it out of our uh, political affiliation. In fact, you might be glad to know that we are not affiliated to the democrat party or the republican party we kind of stay away completely from the idea of being part of any political party uh not because that would have prevented us from doing our analysis but rather because it gives us a more objective view of things meaning we do not necessarily care uh which political party wins although we might have our preferences as I mentioned a number of times here in any event uh, we uh, don't go anywhere we will come back uh, to to discuss a little bit about uh, the uh, debate that took place last night and we will give you our view as to what we saw what we think and of course we're not yet at the point where we would be telling you as to the individual that may be walking away from the whole from the thing from the whole thing an individual that may stick it out no matter what happened this is the fourth branch podcast i am md will be right back
1: Baby, and if I need for My God be my provider. He be my protector. So far they go higher. Yo, baby, and I need My God be my provider. He be my protector. So far go higher. Oh yeah. Me me niyawo boni. I Do them many things. You will say me a lady if you wish me well, I wish you well. You know that for I don't do them many things. You will say me a lady if you wish me well, I wish you well. Ever, ever, I feel if i for the paper of me now.
0: Once again, this is the fourth branch program. The place for common sense. I said earlier that uh, uh, we will be talking a little bit about the debate last night. Now, I don't know how involved or uh, much you've already uh, excited about uh, the 2020 general election, uh, rather, well, general election. Uh, but there are many people who have not really been paying much attention to what is currently going on Uh, and for that reason they may not necessarily know Uh, in fact most people uh, may be aware of the most popular name uh, bidding for the nomination the Democrat nomination in order to take on Donald Trump Uh, but the 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 less popular name are not necessarily known and uh, you might have already guessed that the less popular name are usually the people who would drop out the first from any race because what that means uh, they unable to gain traction and uh, they unable to raise money and of course here in the United States uh, raising money is a major part of uh, bidding for any post or uh, any public office post, which means the more you able to, the more money you're able to raise, the uh, easier it will be for you to stick around in uh, and try to make your case. Now, one such person that was not popular before is uh, Pete Buttigieg. Uh, a mayor from a small town in Indiana, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that, that a, a small town that has less than 100,000 uh, people, uh, if even that, that many. But for, some, for, for interesting reason, that Mayor Buttigieg managed to rise uh, uh, his profile to the national status and has been able to raise money uh, just like all other big players. The only problem is Mayor uh, Butidish, that has uh, uh, at some point uh, his profile uh, giving him a uh, make it look like he could uh, go all the way now, has been languishing in uh, the one digit poll, meaning that he has a steep. Uh, uh climb in if if he's going to be the nominee now in terms of who is going to stick around who is not we always do the following as as far as our starting point now i did mention before uh, uh, in, uh, in 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 uh, in my broadcast program that uh, we, we usually wait for the iowa caucus In order to start really uh, talking about who's gonna make it who is not going to make it and the reason for that is because there are a lot of uh, people candidate who join the race Uh, they try to get their feet wet they try to put their name out there as the candidate because it it helps Uh, whoever become the nominee may actually end up Picking one of those individual because they they rub shoulder with one another during the debate, and that is a way of putting yourself out there and say, look at me, I am interested. Uh, I'll take just an example: someone who is interested, uh, who who takes climate change as uh, as uh, as as the main focus. Now, a candidate for who become the nominee and who may want to do something about climate change remember that candidate x is that person so may resort to candidate x to join his or her campaign so a lot of candidates do that and for that reason we always try not to uh uh, not to do much before the iowa caucus because we know that the iowa caucus is really where all the sorting is going to happen because we are fairly certain that uh, although you may have already seen that there is one candidate who already bow out of the race but most other candidates will probably stick around until the iowa caucus now that also is speculative uh because of the fact that if an individual is not able to raise money Uh, meaning you got to spend money uh, in order to go to different uh, to different uh, places to talk to different people you have to be able to raise money because uh, transportation uh, having people uh, going with you to different places require for the campaign to spend money now if it's not if you're not able to raise the money it has to come somehow, either you, the candidate, has to bring the money forth or you're able to raise the money. So because of that, and as you might already see, that a lot of those candidates already suck uh, the, the, the sources of the money off, making it impossible for a less known candidate to be able to raise money and make it all the way. So you're going to probably see a couple more candidates dropping out of the race before Iowa, but despite that, the majority of candidates will still be around by the time we get to the Iowa caucus. Now, this is where the sorting is going to happen, Iowa, where the the, 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 the resident of the state gonna speak very loud and clear now remember I just said a carcass now a carcass is not doesn't really give a lot to go with but what end up happening in Iowa is kind of uh, uh, it's kind of a almost think of it of a uh, Iowa as a place where the the, all the teams that gonna go into the championship that's where they do the warm-up and that's where they meet all the cheerleaders are people going to support team a uh, instead of team B and so on and so forth so the candidates it's kind of uh, a a give-and-take a try uh, to understand where voters are coming from what they are saying in terms of candidate X candidate Y Now, the caucus itself where they cast a a vote for candidate X, candidate Y, doesn't necessarily mean a a lot. But, as I mentioned, it provides each candidate a gauge to decide whether they want to move forward or not. Now, the first state that provides that kind of uh, uh, really real uh, 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 election, gauge is New Hampshire right after the Iowa caucus now I'm not certain if that's still the case because I do remember that there were some uh, changes that were being made uh, in the democrat side in terms of how this whole primary uh, evolved Uh, I will try to get that information and talk a little bit about later Uh, but if 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 that first step has not changed so after the Iowa then New Hampshire is going to be the next place where the candidate those who have uh, who did not decide or rather have not decided to drop from out of the Iowa caucus and New Hampshire is going to be the place where that decision will be made in fact you may recall in 2016 uh, now rather in uh, in uh was it uh uh yeah that, that was 2016 where the, the the uh the the democrats when uh when they move from iowa to new hampshire that's when it becomes uh, uh pretty obvious to a lot of candidate as to how far they that they could go uh even candidate that was favored hillary clinton had the shock of her life, she lost Noamshire to Bernie Sanders by 20 points. Yes, you heard correctly, by 20 points. That was a shocking development. Now, had it not been anybody other than Hillary Clinton, then that individual would have dropped out of the race. But Hillary Clinton was able, uh, has been, had been able to raise a lot of money. As shocking as it was, she was able to recover from the whole thing. So we watching very closely for Iowa before we make the final decision as to whom are going to stick around, whom are going to go home, and what should we expect in terms of the general election. This is the 4th branch podcast, I am MD. Last night uh, we had uh, the first group of Democrat candidate batting it out and trying to decide uh, as to uh, uh, who will make it uh, uh, in terms of uh, uh, get rid of get the other out of the way uh, and. Uh, trying to get to the forefront and uh, uh, positioning himself or herself as uh, the individual for the constituent to pick to uh, face off with Donald Trump. Now, there are a couple of points that I ought to make. One, the point is within the Democrat Party, uh, I think uh, personally that... uh, there is a lack of, uh, of organi- uh, organizing uh, in the Democrat Party, and there is also a lack of coherence uh, within uh, the, uh, among the candidates. This whole exercise that they're doing, uh, although it will eventually sort out, but I believe it is a bad, a very bad, a very very bad idea for uh, candidates to be going after one another uh, because it doesn't help the cause they belong in one political party now I do understand that you may have a disagreement with with someone in terms of policy in terms of whatever they pro, uh, that individual proposes but the way that it seems that it always goes instead of having a debate the candidates always end up having a fight and that's bad and part of it is of course the way that the whole thing is set. because i watch i watch uh uh the the journalist i watch reporters asking questions that that actually which purpose is really to excite to incite one candidate uh towards or versus the or other it is not a question to help the country it is not a question to 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 help advance uh, the discussion of a particular issue but rather to 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 see how that can that candidate is going to punch the other so in a sense i would say that the members of the media is also responsible for that problem in the country uh they they more interested in a fight than in a discussion about a topic for instance you would you hear a question like this uh that uh senator sanders just got hit by stop trump slap x z it's it's, it's almost like the only language that's used is Language of fight and those are being used by people reporting the news, by people asking questions and making the country What it is today? So when you hear that talking the way that he talks and now the next time He reads on the paper. What he saw what he reads is Donald Trump punches uh, uh, Hillary Clinton, I mean seriously this is supposed to be a serious business. The running of a country supposed to be a serious business. The discussion of uh, policies of 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 proposals supposed to be serious business. And you have the very people who supposed to moderate this type of language and conversation. They're the ones inside of that I noticed. And of course the candidate themselves, they also are uh, take the bait and they go at it and they go and punch and slam and bang uh, the other candidates and so much so uh, uh, I don't know if you what 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 uh, what uh, what, which channels that you watch but I watch uh, various uh, 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 television uh, 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 network and the reason because I want to hear from all different sides what all the different people are thinking now, not for the sake of, for my own sake, but in order to get kind of a sense as to where they are as political pundit and also get a sense as to how the audience is looking at those commentaries and how they react to it and so on and so forth. And I heard once individual saying that, tell me one candidate you think that can beat Donald Trump. I mean seriously, this is not a cock fight that can beat Donald Trump. This is not a fight. This is actually uh, a, a, a serious business of candidate proposing solution to problem and challenging the other candidate and presenting a better solution to the constituent in the country. But we call, we using languages that says clearly it's a fight. And to me that's a bad thing I've been uh, uh, I've been saying that for the longest and I've been hoping that maybe just maybe someone uh, uh, take that seriously and decide to squash those type of languages in in terms of reporting but I don't know if that's gonna happen uh, anytime soon so watch out for those languages and it seems that Uh, we may be doomed to live with those type of uh, expression used by member of the media trying to make a point between two candidates now last night uh, the according to uh, to washington post the people that seem to have uh, uh, done a great job was elizabeth warren and i believe that they thought uh, uh uh one one thing that uh uh that that came out of uh uh this whole thing was the fact that elizabeth warren if you've been watching uh since she began, and uh, i hope personally that she uh, uh, she stays true to that uh, principle she's not looking at other people uh, at what they doing to change her position and that's a good thing in any candidate the fact that you believe in something uh, and you set out to implement policies you set out to talk about them to talk about what you believe in and to defend it it's something good in any candidate and for that I I have the, the highest respect Elizabeth Warren, that's not only because you may recall that in the beginning she was pretty much at the bottom of the pile and she could have been coming out, punching her way through uh, to use those people expression, but she never did. She continued to talk to uh, the constituent, she continued to make her point, and she continued to raise money, she continued to advance her agenda. and at this point, as you can see, that without having to slam anybody, without having to punch anybody, without having to slap anybody, then she's making her way to recognition, so that the audience, the constituent, can clearly see this is a person that they can count on to uh, to, to to outline uh, her uh, vision for the country and challenge Donald Trump on that. So. Uh, I would say rightfully so. She did a pretty good job last night. The other person that uh, Washington Post seemed to think did a good job was John Delaney. Of course, it's a name that you probably don't know much uh, uh, because of the fact that, well, John Delaney uh, wasn't a popular name. But I think he came into the the debate and, and deciding that that has to change meaning that from now on people has to know who I, who I am so he went after uh he went after bernie sanders now bernie sanders become uh, quote unquote a punching bag for all those people that saying that his views are too uh, extreme uh, now, that's, some, that's, that's a topic we will come back to at some other point, but keep that in mind that John Delaney got a recognition last night, not because of anything of her his own that he present, but rather because he went after uh, Bernie Sanders uh, for his views. And that's also something that I always, uh, uh, personally, I always resent in political debate. The fact that the constituent uh, seem to resign themselves to picking the person that can say the the worst thing about the other candidate, the person that can I'm going to quote here, punch the other condi- candidate the hardest, but not the person who is able to articulate the best vision for the country. As such, that's what seems to 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 be the determining factor here in the election in the united states so that's why we're talking about john delaney having a good night not because of anything substantial that he presented but rather because he went after bernie sanders the other person that uh they thought uh did a good job was pete Buttigieg, and uh uh, of course pete is a very articulate mayor and he is a scholar uh, a a graduate of of uh, uh one of those ivy leagues i'm not sure harvard uh, maybe uh yell most likely uh and he's been doing a great job in the debate stage in general uh now despite that as i mentioned earlier pete has been trailing in the single digit now that doesn't mean not mu- much that doesn't mean much that may mean uh uh simply that you know it's the beginning and the sorting in Iowa may change the whole dynamic of things. So, Pete has been able to raise a lot of money, so which means he has staying power. So, we're not worrying yet about Pete Buttigieg because of the fact that he has money to go around. He has money to, uh, uh, to buy more time in order to make his point. Now, one other person that uh, Washington Post believe uh, that uh, uh, that uh, uh, did a pretty good job last night was Marian Williamson now I have to say something about her because most likely that's a name that not uh, that should should not mean much to most people because she's not a politician in fact if I'm not mistaken she is uh, Oprah Winfrey uh, a spiritual advisor uh, that's how that's as to the degree of uh, Popularity she's not a politician and uh, she uh, almost didn't make it The criteria she almost didn't make it in terms of money that she raised, but she was able to so,
2: uh,
0: uh, uh after Ira she may not find herself in a position to continue on if she's still langu- uh, languishing in the position where she's at today because she's still not able to raise much money uh, but for some reason she's able to gather enough signature to put her on the platform for the bet and yesterday last night she managed to get uh, a uh, some interesting line of applause And uh, according to to Washington Post is what they say, say, on Tuesday night, Marianne Williamson had some of the biggest applause line of the entire debate about the water crisis in Flint, Michigan, which is pretty much uh, a a heartbeat away from where that that debate was taking place in Ohio. Uh, So... As to whether that kind of applause will carry her further, that remains to be seen. So those were the people considered by Washington Post as the winners, and uh, Washington Post has been doing that for quite a few presidential elections now, that after each debate, uh, uh, an article is uh, is published as to who the winners were, who the losers were, now based on their own uh, criteria here at the fourth branch we do not necessarily subscribe to the idea of winners and losers we subscribe rather to the idea of who had made uh, a case and who had not now there is something to say about Bernie Sanders Bernie Sanders actually is was attacked left and right by almost everyone on the state and the reason is because everybody thinks Bernie Sanders' ideas are extreme and they're not going to fly. Uh, Bernie Sanders has, did not make it to become the nominee in 2016, not because of the extreme ideas. And those ideas are not new. They've been the same ideas. So what happened? Because if you're following, if you're watching, uh, Bernie Sanders in 2016 did a pretty good presentation. In fact, despite the disadvantage that Bernie Sanders uh, experienced with the Democrat Party uh, really favoring Hillary Clinton tremendously, Bernie Sanders did really an extremely great job. But what happened to Bernie Sanders? But before we talk about what happened to Bernie Sanders then and why people think his ideas are extreme uh, is the following Bernie Sanders entered politics a very long time ago and he's never been a normal individual when it comes to ideas he's always been an, an extreme type of individual every idea that Bernie Sanders brings forth when it comes in politics has always been extreme but extreme is very relative And the reason I said that is because of the fact, if you've been following Bernie Sanders' uh, political career, the reason he gets to where he's at is not because he's been moderate, it's because he's been extreme. And people like genuineness. Not because you want to dance the dance of everybody, that's why people would vote for you. Like, for instance, Elizabeth Warren has been making progress going up on the po- in the poll, And the other reason that stays that way is because she continues to do so without dancing the dance of anybody else. Now, I guarantee you, the minute that uh, Elizabeth Warren starts to panic and start to dance other people dance, I guarantee you that she will not continue to do well. That's exactly what happened to Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders was in 2016. That is, Bernie Sanders was doing extremely well. You may recall the crowd. The only thing that matched Bernie Sanders was the Donald Trump on the Republican side. The Donald Trump uh, crowd matched uh, Bernie Sanders crowd. Now, granted, Bernie Sanders crowd was wasn't uh, didn't have the same uh that the crowd of Donald Trump had, but in terms of size. It was a very, very en- 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 engaged uh, uh, team of people. But Bernie Sanders made one terrible mistake. And the mistake that he made is against his own principle. Bernie Sanders, as I mentioned earlier, ideas, the idea that he's presenting today, are not any new ideas. So, what makes them extreme today? And was not we're not extreme on in 2016 well of course they were extreme I'm just asking the question of course those ideas were extreme but what is the difference well the difference is Bernie Sanders stayed true to himself pushing the ideas and getting people to warm up to him and one thing that was going right for Bernie Sanders that he never used to attack his opponent you heard correctly throughout his whole political career bernie sanders managed to become successful by staying true to himself by just debating the issue by just outlining his vision by articulating his solution until he was coached into attacking hillary clinton Oh yes, you heard correctly. In fact, the day that uh, Bernie Sanders did that, I published a couple of articles in which I clearly stated. You can go to PeopleBranch.org and you will find it. You can uh, you can uh, 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 you can uh, go, uh, search it uh, by Bernie Sanders' name. You can search it by uh, uh, maybe 2016 election, but. The bottom line is, right after the first time that Bernie Sanders strayed away from his own principle and began to attack Hillary Clinton, I published an article that clearly said that was the end of Bernie Sanders' possibility of becoming the nominee for the Democrat Party. You see, despite what anybody thinks, There is certain something in politics. Genuineness works, no matter what you hear people tell you, no matter what you hear the 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 campaign manager says. If a candidate decide to stay the course, now I'm going to take the wrong candidate here to make the point, but nevertheless the point. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Is a racist everybody knows that i don't have to go through the process of explaining it but he started on that premise right he started on that premise as a racist as an outrageous person as a vile person and he and he's the, the he, he, he ended the campaign and became the president sticking to his gun now i'm not advocating this is good this is not the point what I'm saying is people like individual who if you believe in something no matter what's happening around you you stick to it because that's what you believe in once you start dancing around people recognize that so Bernie Sanders began to dance around and start moving away from his core principle the very principle that got him as far as he got he moved away from it and he lost the election to hillary clinton now you can debate whether bernie sanders would have won if he didn't do that my suspicion is probably he would have that's how you get repaid when you abandon your principle now Can Bernie Sanders change things this time around? That remains to be seen. And it is something that we will bring you as we continue the conversation about the race to 2020. You are on the fourth branch program, the place for common sense.
1: I need but God be my provider. He be my protector, so I dey go higher. Yo, baby, I need a backer, but God be my provider. He be my protector, so I dey go higher. Oh yeah. Uh, ah, uh, me me now I'm poor but I know do them many things. If you wish me well, I'll wish uh you well. Oh, me me I'm poor but I know do i fight for paper do
0: i do hope that uh, this presentation was uh, useful to you uh, and uh, bring you some perspective to the 2020 presidential election uh, I hope that uh, this uh, you continue to uh, come here uh, for a primer on what's going on uh, in the election and uh, this way we can kind of guide you as to who will get where and we will also, after the Iowa caucus, uh, publish uh, our article and start uh, providing uh, really our analysis as to who will win the Democrat nomination and also watch out for our article on who will become the 46th president of the United States. I hope this uh, presentation was uh useful to you if not well you already know what to do send us your comment your suggestion your criticism let us know help us find help us make it better as i always say to my broadcast audience this program is not going anywhere so you might as well help make it better in the meantime if you should have a particular topic you would like us to talk about send it to us we will research it we will debate it right here on the fourth branch program the place for common sense in the meantime i hope you have a wonderful afternoon and a wonderful rest of the week well Hopefully, I can see you again or talk to you again next time, right here on the Fourth Branch Podcast. Good day.
2: Cash. Coal, that's what I need.
0: Branch Podcast is brought to you in collaboration with the People Branch publication, which can be found on the People Branch website. Located at peoplebranch.org. That's p e o p l e b r a n c h dot org. That's people branch dot org website in which you will find a number of very interesting articles my name is mike duchenne md for short i hope you have a great afternoon or a great evening whichever it happens to be hopefully you can join me again next time for another interesting episode of this podcast that was the fourth branch live from New York Good day!